0: Boston Bruins are now 9-1-1, which is first in the Atlantic, first in the East, and second in the National Hockey League. But the streak is over, and the Bruins have lost in regulation. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tocci. It's a surprise episode, folks, and we are fired up. Rob, what's going on, buddy?
1: I'm fired up, as you said. Uh, We got a lot going on, a couple wild games. My microphone is being a pain in my butt. Uh, But we're going to use this energy. We're going to channel it channel Uh, yeah like you said surprise episode because we talked about coming back or doing one every three and then at the end of that game i text you i'm like are you free tomorrow like i I think we have enough between these last two games to do more than a full episode
0: yeah and it would be if we waited for a third game we'd just be looking back and talking about these two you know what i mean or or they wouldn't get the attention they deserve if the third one does too who knows but uh these were something these were the two most emotionally charged games of the year by a lot unless i'm forgetting one i don't think that there was another one that was really close
1: no i don't think so either um there might have been some tension in other games but i nothing that what was so the toronto game every most of the drama felt afterwards like it's kind of still going on and then in the red wings game it was just once those three goals were scored in like three forty four from on the ice, it got really spicy. I, there hasn't been much carryover after the game, but definitely the the most eventful third period of the season so far. Yeah, dude, that was uh,
0: that was a reminder of how emotionally invested you can get oh, in a yeah. team in in one game. Like it, it feels like yeah. I, I don't know the right way to say it. it feels like, you know, them. you know what I mean? It feels like that's your buddies out there. That, that's like the most camaraderie you can possibly feel is seeing your guys be wronged and seeing your guys be be cheated out of something. It makes you just feel like, like, no, that's that's my sons out there. Don't you dare t- take advantage of them. Um, now, we, we should start with the Maple Leafs game because I don't even know if I want to go blow by blow and like goal by goal in these games because. The storylines are way more interesting in, than what happened. There are things to talk about on the ice. I see, Mason Lowry makes his NHL debut. All that stuff, great. But it is the storylines that are driving the train right now. Do we just start with Bert? That's, I'll follow your one, lead right? here.
1: Yeah, no, there's like a few small things throughout the game I'd like to talk about, but like, yeah, we can we can let's start there. Uh, okay. So if we were to start there, we do need to start with the marshan hit right i forgot what that was the
0: order of events there yes the marshan hit that he should be suspended indefinitely for the dirty reckless careless targeted trip i think they want you to believe it was
1: Yeah, I think yeah, because they're saying that it was his skate or not his skate, his stick that took out the feet of Timothy. Jesus, Gigron. I don't know. I feel bad. So Marchand is targeting.
0: (laughs) He's targeting their stars (laughs) in (laughs) an attempt to injure them. Uh huh. um, By going into the corner and getting hit and keeping his stick on the ice. Now, this is the kind of stuff with a repeat offender that you just can't have happen, Rob.
1: Um, what's the correct thing? Do
0: we draw and quarter them? Do we put them in the stocks? What do we do?
1: Uh, we go to the grocery store, and we buy a retirement cake for Wes McCauley, and we make a video about it. Right. That sounds really rational and um, adult. Absolutely. Is that – I'm
0: guessing Steve Dangle
1: did Steve that, Dangle that did that it. mid-game. Mid-game, he went out and bought a retirement gig for Wes McCauley.
0: Yeah, hated referee Wes McCauley. Everybody hates Wes McCauley, so that makes a ton of sense to go and do that. Um, now, let's talk about it. When you have an opinion that is, that is rooted in um, this thing is obvious, right? And people disagree with you? your point is not obvious anymore. You know what I mean?
1: You're off to a bad start.
0: You're off to a bad start. So when you're saying like, it's obviously this, this is what, how is it? He's blind. He's retired. Doesn't sound like everybody agrees with you, brother. So it doesn't sound that obvious, right? So maybe we, maybe we pump the brakes a little bit and think with our brains a little bit more than our hearts. Is that a a crazy request? No, I'd say no. Yes, but no. Yeah, but no, Yeah, but not really. You can just take a step back and think about it for a sec. It was a hockey play. Listen, if these are two, I think we are very good about being unbiased on this show when we have to be. I really mm-hmm. believe that. Because the McAvoy hit, we were like, that's not undefensible. That, that's a hit. That's a that's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no denying it. He hit him. No, we were like, it's indefensible. That is a suspension-worthy hit. And we disagreed on the number. I think we were kind of like, oh, I think that was a little high. There were some people who said it was low. But that's, that's what you do, right? Like that's, that's rational, right? To think like that. I think if you remove those sweaters from those players and their names too, from those players going into that corner, I think it's like, ah, it's a hockey play. You could maybe argue his stick was in a tough spot, but it kind of just looks like a hockey play and he didn't initiate the contact and. Is that not, like, the only answer? Is that not the only rational way to view that play?
1: I, I agree with that so much that when the play happened and I was at this game, I it, it, it didn't cross the threshold for me at all to, like, pay more attention to it. Like, I didn't even notice that the guy got injured. I didn't notice any of it. I didn't really notice until you sent me the video of Dangle freaking out about it, or somebody freaking out about it. No, it was Dangle. Um... And you're like, are we watching the same video? And then I like, at first, so I'm at the game. I'm not completely sober. So I'm like, I'm going to let this one lie. But like the next day when I rewatched it, I'm like, no, there's, there's simply nothing there. And you have enough people, non Bruins fans watching this video and being like, look, I know this is like Marsh and and everything, but like, this is a, this isn't a thing. Like this is a non issue. Like it sucks big time. But like the hit itself is like it's not even a hit. Like like Martian like is doesn't really do anything. Like he's just A-framing a bit, going in the corner to make a play, and then they make contact with each other and he goes down awkwardly in the boards. So that's kind of it. It sucks for him, but that's not like Martian like slew footing him.
0: And when you go and when you go and look at, you know, frame by frame in a super slow-mo clip of it. There are people who are like, Marchand is a dirty player. It's a, this is Marchand that we're talking about. You have to remember who it is. It's not an accident that his stick ends up where it does. It's like, dude, the, the moment that you're talking about is an eighth of a second. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You can't, you know, apply logic and reasoning to something that is, uh, you know, in 120 frames a second. It just doesn't make sense to do that. So, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I think I could maybe see like, oh, it's it's his stick did kind of end up in his legs, but they're going into the corner like he's going to battle with him. He's like you said, he's a framing a guy who's bigger than him by a lot, <laughs> whatever. That's just absolutely obnoxious. If I was a Maple Leafs fan, right? This is just me. I wouldn't be mad at the referee who didn't call a hit. I also wouldn't be mad at the player who's laughing at some chirping back and forth i'd maybe be mad at the enforcer that we just signed that didn't do anything and then made post-game excuses maybe that's where your anger should be like aimed have you seen anybody pissed off at ryan reeves
1: uh like not enough like not enough people i he did make a comment he was like he was lucky i wasn't out there i'm like dude like it happened first period dude like what do you mean like it's (laughs) you had so many oh yeah I wasn't there he's like doing that like why I oughta, like a dog that's like barking but like you're not on the leash my guy like you can go get him like but you did not nor you shouldn't have because it would have been stupid and if Ryan Reeves went after Brad Marchand in any scenario but especially Mm -hmm. like a non-issue play like that you're going to draw the attention of every 6'3 plus guy in the Bruins roster for the rest of the game.
0: Because like, I,
1: I mean, like Reeves is a big fucking boy and Martian's like a gamer, but he, he's 5'9". Like he's not, he's not going toe to toe with Reeves successfully.
0: No. And like, the thing is, it's also like, it's not Marner who would got hurt. It's Todd Angeli. What was the guy's name?
1: I, a man whose name I don't even want to try to pronounce again. Lilyhammer, Liljegren. Lil, it's going to be something dumb. Someone's going to comment immediately, being like, "Oh, it's Lilin." I don't know. Well, John this is Lithgow, not disrespect. I'm sorry. It's John
0: Lithgow who got <laughs> hurt in the corner. It's Timothy so it's, Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. You know, has to get taken out of the game. It's like. Is that Ryan Reeves? Is that worth enforcing? I don't know. It's just weird. It's almost like Reeves saw the pushback and then was like, oh, oh man, guys, I would have. I would have got him too. I just was too busy playing hockey. I just, okay."
1: So there's even still more to go through. So after the hit happens, like I think one of the first things that happens afterwards at some point is Marshan's on the ice in front of the Toronto bench. And there someone on the bench is yelling at him. I think it might be Reeves. Someone is yelling at him. And Marsham's chirping back. And also, Keith, like the Toronto coach, is yelling at Marsham at some point. Yeah. And a lot of drama is spurring from the fact that during this chirp back and forth, you got like one or two Maple Leafs yelling, a couple disinterested, and then Tyler Bertuzzi leaned over, just grinning ear to ear. And this is out ab-
0: his case. Yeah. It didn't help his case that this it did is ab- not the pregame quote.
1: Yeah. The pregame quote being someone's like, do you feel like you have insider information on him to be able to handle him? And he's like, yeah, he's full of shit, which is like, help.
0: even before that though, they were like, what did you learn playing with him? And he's like, I learned that he's a good guy. He's uh, oh, a, yeah.
1: he's a really good
0: guy. So he was pumping his tires a little bit before the game. And then the one clip of him on the ice is him,
1: you know, giggling Smiling. on the bench while, while they're chirping. And then just quote after the game, where he's just like, I don't need to explain myself. Like, people fuck can yeah, believe what bro. they want to believe. Like, oh, my, oh, hell yeah. And dude, the Maple Leafs fans hate him so much. Dude, <laughs> I don't need to explain myself is
0: a PG way of saying, kiss my ass. And
1: people are like, they are like, he played in Detroit and Boston. How does he not know how to talk to the media better? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, Like, he's doing <laughs> great. That's such a good answer. Like, I know in Toronto, they explain myself. Yeah. And every time I'm like, man, Boston media is like tough on the Bruins. And like, we don't have like the the best fan base sometimes in terms of like evaluating players. Like, thank our lucky stars. We're not Toronto. The biggest fan base that hates their team more than any other. It's so. It's like they don't
0: even want their team to be
1: good. I don't understand don't. it. I don't understand it at all.
0: They hate their players. They, they and then their players don't want to play there. And they're like, well, if you don't want to be here, then go. Well, well, then you're probably not going to be good. Then you're probably going to still be a perennial out in the first round. Maybe make it to the second team. Probably forever.
1: Oh, and but then anyway, he, the, and then the, the, the Keith. Per- Quote, yeah, Keith quoting afterwards too the game. He was like talking about like how there was no response to Marshan. He was like, I hated everything about it. I'm like, what do you want? Like, like, also, again, you have Ryan Reeves out there. You have, don't they have Domi too? I couldn't even tell you. They have at least Ryan Reeves out there, like someone who's like, that is the reason you're on this team and you did nothing and then you were like oh uh, why i oughta." and also if you're the coach again this happened in the first period
0: you're on the bench you're with the guys and when the period ends you guys all go to the same fucking room talk to him tell them, tell them what to do if he said in his post game if he was like you know every period i was like guys make them answer for that and they didn't Then, then that's a problem, but it kind of sounds like you didn't do that. And then we're like, oh, they didn't read my mind. Like maybe because they saw it was a fucking hockey hit. Maybe because they saw it was a battle in the corner and he fell over. What do you want, dude? It's so strange. But the Burt thing is the craziest one. The Burt one doesn't make any fucking sense to me because this is a guy who you've seen be productive on other teams. Right. And he hasn't settled in yet right and they have moved him from the first line to the fourth line and i'm not to mention when he he was on matthew's line for both of his hat tricks right he was out there for that and you know in getting shuffled because he didn't have individual production Shouldn't you be rooting for that guy? Shouldn't that be your whole fucking thing? Is come on, Bert. Like, let's get back. Let's get in a role, buddy.
1: Instead, you you want to kick the guy while he's down. Get really first. What kind of fan base are you? I'm going to keep bringing them up, but there's that video Steve Dangle complaining about Bertuzzi in this moment specifically, where it's like a 30 second clip, and he was like another person to talk about. Tyler and he just yells get off the Toronto Maple Leafs like you get a one year five million dollar contract I wonder why you couldn't get anything more than that you're a fourth liner doing nothing like he's going after him for no reason For, no, for no, like no the, reason. The, dude, the dude is just chuckling at Marshand, which to, if what better strategy is there for dealing with Brad Martian getting under your skin tactics than to laugh it off. That and is he, did the he only say, thing you should do. Did
0: he not say in the fucking pregame, he's just talking shit out there. You can't take him too seriously. Did he not fucking say that beforehand? And like, because like, they asked, do you have the insider information on Marshawn?" he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, he, you got to know he's a good guy and he, he's just talking shit out there and he's you can't full take him of shit. seriously. Like, if yeah. anything, he should be telling the other guys that. He does tell the media that. And then he puts it into practice. He's talking shit. He doesn't get riled up. He just laughs him off. He's like, yeah, get out of here, Brad and then gets roasted for that. And you want to be you're a fan of that team, dude. How are you a fan of that team? It, it's just incongruent thought paths. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever to me, dude.
1: No, I hate insane. those fans.
0: I hate those fans so much.
1: No, they're ridiculous. And I, I oh, man, the, the least subreddit was so good. The next day, people shitting on Keith. People hate key. People shitting on Bertuzzi. There's no grit. There's no snot. There's no snarl. Like, this team, like, isn't, like, mean enough because they... Uh, God, we could keep talking about this all day long, but mm-hmm. it's it's just asinine. Like, it's crazy. Like, you took, like, the biggest nothing burger mm-hmm. and you're trying to, like, like send someone out and, like, out to sea because they, like, chuckled at the biggest shit talker in the league. The thing that Maple Leafs fans are, are the
0: most jaded on and, and the most candidly fucking stupid about is that they think that the nhl is like rigged against them that is the most fucking dumb thing i've ever heard in my life you guys are the biggest market you're the biggest market think for half of a moment dude think of how much more money the nhl would make if you guys could win a fucking stanley cup yeah. think about how much revenue you would pull in if you guys were in the fucking playoffs regularly beyond the first Seven games maximum. Think about that. Why on earth would it be rigged against? That's the one thing that I see different is like when the Bruins subreddit and the Bruins fan base complains, they're saying like, you know, why they're usually honestly complaining about coaching. They're like, you know, why why is the lines this way? Like, shouldn't this guy be used like that? Or like, I'd like to see this guy try to do this. And with the Leafs, it's like, well, they rigged it against us again. Like, did you see anybody saying that? After the, the Red Wings game, is any Bruins fan, like, they, they rigged it against us. They wanted us to lose that game. No, it's bad referee. It's just some bad referees.
1: Uh, Dangle, again, when he's calling it West McCauley, points out that the Maple Leafs are and 8 in the postseason in games that are called by West McCauley. He, and credit to him, he was like, I do not think. That That is like West going out or being biased against him. I, he just says, I think he's just that bad of a ref. Like, he was getting, like, he as much as he was going after Bertuzzi, he was going after West McCauley, like, big time. He was like, you suck. I'm going to be planted. You fucking suck. Like, livid. Like, extremely livid. But, I mean, that's... he <laughs> still got a point. <laughs> you cannot point to any
0: factor of the Leafs losing postseason games other than the Leafs. How on earth can you be like, oh, they're 0-8 in postseason games and Wes McCauley refs them? I bet they're 0-8 in postseason games when there's a full moon. What are you talking about? You guys lose in the playoffs. That's what you do. It just doesn't make any sense, dude. It's just so asinine. Like, I think, not to jump too far ahead here, I think the Red Wings game is a symptom of of uh, uh, of touchy refs, sensitive refs. I think they were already on edge about like some of the things the Bruins had said, things had done. So they got a little more lenient with the calls. They started calling them one way. And that makes sense, but that's also bad referee. I don't think it's rigging the game. I think it's you talk your shit, you have consequences for it. And if the Maple Leafs want to blame referees for losing that game, dude, I mean, like, you could have lost that game 7-2. to There were so many scoring chances that the Bruins had Power play or not, it it's absolutely asinine to be looking at something like that and to be looking at, like, oh, because Ryan Reeves didn't go and beat up a guy who he's 100 pounds heavier than. Maybe reassess your knowledge of the game of hockey if you think that's why you lost that game.
1: Well, this is Maple Leafs fans we're talking about. so I'm fired up. Fired up. Uh, a few other things from this game. <sighs> so uh, I was at Hub Hall before the game. And I tweeted this, <laughs> but you could see a, a potter jersey hanging from the pro shop. And I I went in. I was like, well, maybe. And then I had a drink. I was like, maybe. And then I had a second drink. I was like, oh. Uh, so I, I ran into the pro shop with like five minutes before a puck drop. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy it. And I went up to it. $600 price tag. Oof. It's a team issued jersey from the Prospect Challenge last year. I had to ask one of the employees. I'm like, "What's going on here? What is this?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, they never. He never wore it. the team issued. Uh, blah, blah, blah I'm like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Uh, I did not buy it. I'm 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 sorry. I did not spend that much money on that jersey. As I was saying to Joe, uh, that is the type of jersey you buy, vacuum seal, and do not touch again until Patra retires in twenty years, twenty five years, fifty years uh so that was a little disappointing but then i did say all right if he scores one point this game i'm just gonna buy one he did not but well <laughs> don't you worry Carried right? into the
0: second game for you
1: you wanted a reason to buy the drink. i did absolutely uh so that happened and then during the game something happened there's two uh uh two women behind me they're younger and at, they had a couple drinks and like in their hands and these blue shirted, like vested people came up the stairs and went to them. They're like, can you please come with us? And me and my buddy are like, interesting. Like, I've never seen someone escorted out so politely. And they didn't say a word. They were like, okay. And they and went, were, were these people rowdy or anything before? Not in the slightest. Not okay. at all. So we're like interesting, and immediately we're like they must just be underage or something. But then it's like, how do they know? Like, how did they get the drinks? Maybe someone else got them the drinks, and they know. Were they did you did the vests say anything? Were there any words on the vests? Uh, I mean, no, they're TD Garden employees. I don't remember what it said exactly. Like, okay. clearly, it wasn't like, like an alcohol compliance. No, no, thing. nothing okay. like that. Uh, and fast forward like maybe like forty five minutes, and they're walking back up the stairs. And like, and and the people around us too, like we all kind of looked at each other afterwards and we're talking, we're like, what's going on? Like, that's weird. And I asked them before they even get to their seats, I'm like, what was that about? And so they are from Ireland. It was their first day in the United States. And someone else bought them drinks. And the garden thought they were underage and drinking illegally. So they asked to see their IDs and they showed it to them. But they're like ireland identification and they're like we don't know how to read this and i was like what do you mean yeah that what is it written in gaelic like what do you mean you don't know do you guys have numbers over there but but it ended up just being like they made a mistake and they assumed that they were underage but they weren't so they ended up coming back but i was like i've never seen anything like that before their first day in the united states and they go to a bruins game right yeah them. what, what, a, what a boston thing to do amen and then there, there must have been a group of them because there was a few guys there with that had accents as well. So I'm assuming it was like a crowd, and they were super rowdy. They were starting "Let's Go Bruins" Chance more than anyone else around, like to the point where they were like would walk to the bottom of the balcony steps and turn around and like lo- like get everybody synchronized. Oh, awesome! It was cool. Uh, you know what I, I need, one. you know what I need from them though? What better chance the United States has? The oh, they chance. they did, honestly. I can't oh, remember really? now, but they, they had a couple. They were like, it wasn't like Rattling Bog or anything like that, but they, they broke out one or two. I was like, oh, shit. And then I was thinking, I'm like, we got to update Let's Go Bruins. I'm not a big fan of Let's yeah. Go Bruins. If anything, let's do Here We Go Bruins again.
0: Oh. Make the whole song, like the, the way they do it in England. Have you ever seen those songs that they'll sing? I don't think so. Dude, like in England, they'll sing, like, shortly after... Um, oh yeah, the yeah. The passing kind of was... Queen Elizabeth. There was that game of Ireland versus England, and Ireland, the Ireland fans were chanting to the tune of Casey and the Sunshine Band's "Give It Up." <laughs> Lizzie's in a box, in a box. Lizzie's in a box. Ruthless.
1: That's the kind of shit I want.
0: Bring that. Yeah. If the yeah, I... Irish folks are coming, that's what we need here.
1: Yeah, I wish I remembered it better. They did break one out, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah." <laughs> and then I kind of, I feel kind of bad, but I also don't. During OT, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of the guys were just standing in you know in my seats, I'm on the aisle. They were, the yeah. couple of the guys are just standing in the aisle watching.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And two or three different times I had to be like, yo, like you gotta sit down. Like, and they were like, What? I'm like, people behind you can't see. And I could hear people being like, sit down. And I was like, and they did it. So I was like, yo, you, you can't do that. And then they went away and then they immediately went back. And I kind of was like, yo, like sit down, like you can't do this. Yeah. And they kind of were like, oh, oh, like a little like taken aback. Like, you know me, like I have no qualms about yelling at people standing yeah, in the middle yeah. of the play, especially in the middle of the fucking aisle. Like, I, I chalked it time. up to like, yeah, I chalked it up to like, they, this, they've they never been to a Bruins game. They've never been to a hockey yeah. game. Like, they, they don't know, which yeah. is fine. Which is why I'm there. Maybe they do that in hurling. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, but, they, but they were still, they were very nice. Yeah. Um, they they photobombed me and my friend. They're they're very nice all around, and they brought a really good energy to the crowd. Really, awesome. really good, good, good crowd that game. Really involved, very, very vocal. Thursday night Toronto game, yeah, like that's exactly yeah, that was that nice was B1. bound to be awesome. I mean, I wish uh, it was easier to watch on television,
0: but I'm not even going to get into all that. That's, I'm too fired up about other stuff to get mad about an ESPN yeah. Plus slash Hulu game, especially when I have a friend who gave me an ESPN Plus login.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um but yeah, as you alluded to, also Mason Laura's NHL debut. Great game. Great first point. First point. First point. point. Yeah. In the
0: first period, dude.
1: Yeah. And he even beyond that, he had a couple plays, like he had like a a drive to like the left wing boards and like backhanded it to Zaka, I think, who was like all alone. Mm -hmm. Great offensive instincts, incredible skating. Like I Defense needs to mature a bit. He's he's it's fine. Like one NHL game. Like he's good. I think that's part of
0: uh, uh, every defenseman's adjustment to the NHL level is the physicality and the speed. I mean, everybody's adjustment is the speed. But um, I think he's shown signs that he thinks that he can maneuver the puck away from people and that he can be more handsy than guys. And I think he's learning quickly that he can't do that, that he's got to be more physical especially on on some breaks there there was a mid-change um moment where i think it was lo- i think it was actually in the Red Wings game but it, either way there was a moment in one of these games where uh, lowry and mitchell were were caught together and it's like yeah that's not the pairing that you want out there and you could see that they it, they just kind of you know couldn't keep up with the rush didn't get physical enough so that, that's the one that, that that's nice to see because you know potcher it's like almost hard to find a hole in potcher's game he's so complete um, it almost feels like too good to be true. So uh, I like seeing Lorai and being able to like actually point out like, okay, this kid's good. This kid has the right instincts and and has skill, but also this is the area we got to work on. And it's that, and it's also getting maybe a little aggressive offensively that I think he could put himself in some positions where he gets caught. Uh, again, I think that's also playing in levels where you are among the best to going to the NHL where you're not among the best. You are, uh, you know, middle of the pack. So I think it's an adjustment thing, but it's, it's for whatever reason, it's nice to see. It's like, I needed that. It's like, you can't just keep handing me 10 out of 10s. And I need to believe that there's like, you know, some development
1: that still needs to happen here just to get like a dose of reality. Yeah. Like not everybody we call up can be the next generational talent.
0: Yeah. Uh, He's Ian awesome, Mitchell- man. I
1: like him. Yeah, as do I, and I want to say, Ian Mitchell, I think has been looking better as he plays more and more. He had a much better game, um, offensively too. Like defensively, kind of the same thing, where um leaves a bit to be desired. But like as like a replacement defenseman right now, like I'll take it. Not too bad.
0: Yeah, especially when you are kind of I don't want to say thin up front, but like you're lacking some of the scoring power that you had last year.
1: No, very much. I, so.
0: And and if you have the goaltending that the Bruins have, I don't really have a problem with your defenseman being more offensively minded, as long as it's not getting caught and giving away breaks and, you know, situations where your goalies are left out to dry. But getting them involved offensively, it's like you need all hands on deck up front.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the last couple of things in this game, I just want to quickly mention uh, the Debresque goal. So DeBrusque has been um, not in the doghouse, and, like, even the word slump feels a little too heavy. Just, like, hasn't really woken up yet. But, Slow start. Man. Oh my goodness, this play. Oh my god. So he there was it Marshan that he broke in with, I think. I think so. And DeBrus just lays up this butter smooth pass between the defenseman's legs, like soft, like not like a hard tape to tape, but just a huh, like a little like layup. And it gets right to again. I think it's Marshan. And he purposeful shot off the pads, and De, DeBrus gets the rebound and pots it in. I, I this pass is unbelievable. I love this pass so much. I love Jake so much. This is such a good play, and I was very happy to see it end with him getting the goal. So that that stuck out to me and made me really happy. Jeremy Swayman, my god, so good, Talk about so him. so Talk so about so him. good. Oh my god, just like I, the confidence I have in Jeremy Swayman is unbelievable. Like there's like no point where I'm worried. There's no breakaway. There's no like penalty killing situation. Where I'm like oh, I'm like no, nah, he's fine. Like It's like when there's like a one on one, like a potential breakaway, and it's like McAvoy against the guy, you're like, oh, no, this is perfect. It's fine. Yeah. Which is like, what a luxury. What a luxury. And yeah, again, giving up the two goalie was pretty tough, especially in like how quickly they did. Mm -hmm. But like the end of regulation, it was like all Boston. It really felt like they were going to end it in regulation. I can't believe this game went to a shootout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it went to overtime. It just felt like they were going to. Yeah, you had Pasta fucking walk into a one timer and hit the post. It was like a ninety-one mile an hour shot, and like it sounded like it broke the crossbar. But that 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 last couple minutes, like everybody was standing on the edge of their seat, standing on standing on the edge of their seat. seat. (laughs) ready to swan dive. But and look, if a game's gonna end in a shootout, you might as well make it the most efficient shootout possible. You score both of your goals, and they get denied on both of their goals. Uh, you got Jake DeBrus doing the vintage Jake lofted up under the bar on the forehand goal, which, like, it's so consistent. Like, that'll go off glass here and there, but, like, he doesn't do anything else because he doesn't need to. Like No. And then Coyle just shot that puck so fast that in the replay, you cannot see it. Like you, you I think there's try. like, there's like <laughs> one will. frame where the puck is like off his stick. And and when it goes in the net, it's like hidden. Like it just disappears in real time. Yeah. I was like, it, does anyone know where that is? Absolutely. Yeah. We're yeah. watching the replay. I'm like, if I were not there, I would not have known that went in. I would have, I think I would have assumed it missed somewhere. Strong man. Strong, strong man. Too young, too, too young. Two, two but strong. hey, I'll take that's like I mean there was already going to be the point streak extension there, but I, fuck yeah, I'll take that extra second point. But well, great game, great environment. Um, really glad I went. And then we watched the Toronto fan base melt down. Uh And also good for me. That's awesome. oh, Just great. love Just it, chef's stuff. kiss.
0: Now the the thing about the 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 following game. Mm-hmm. Because I think we're moving on unless we you are. got more spots. No, I'm, good. Thoughts, I'm good. is um the, the Bruins had not allowed more than 3 goals. They only allowed 3 goals once this year and it was in the um overtime loss to the Ducks. All right? Every other game they they've held their opponent to one or two goals. Um now the Red Wings I don't know if you noticed uh scored 5. Oops. Yeah. So that's that's what's going to happen when you allow five goals. You're going to lose that game. Uh, is especially like we've just been talking about that the Boston Bruins' offense is not what it was last year. So expecting them to you know beat team seven to five is just not going to work. They are not the Oilers. Uh, are they still doing that this year, or is that just the last year? They haven't really been paying attention to the Oilers this year. What they the Oilers still- scored. I don't think they're doing all that well this year. No. Well, that's kind of no. what they do. They kind of insist on being.
1: Oilers Not are too. uh 2-7 and oh one. no. They only <laughs> if it weren't for the San Jose Sharks they'd be at the bottom of the Pacific. As of right now the Sharks wow. are oh ten 10 and 1. They let up 10 goals in back-to-back games. I, it, I I'm amazed awful. that
0: they are the fourth team to ever do that. There are four
1: teams that have done that. Uh, like, people are talking about, like, can we relegate in the NHL? Like, the oh, Sharks right. have no business being in this league this year. Like, also, aw, they crazy. have one point. They have one point. <laughs> Played 11 Dude. games. They have one fucking point. They're on pace to have eight points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even less. <laughs> they have less than eight points. They're on pace right? to
0: finish with seven or eight points. Correct. That's awesome, dude. Um (laughs) speaking of points, dude. Connor McDavid has two goals. That's yeah, that's I mean, you know, two seven and one, that's not too
1: surprising, surprising.
0: I mean, dude. I mean the the stories coming out
1: about him wanting to go there make me so happy? Somebody was trying to tell me uh that there's like talk about him wanting to be in Boston or Boston wanting him. I'm like, where are we getting that money? Doesn't make sense. We, between yeah. him pasta and shuck that would be like 40 million dollars or yeah. like 36 million dollars like you can't well have the thing is
0: you can keep calling cabin. up guys
1: to make league minimum, <laughs> minimum at entry-level deals right so be like look just, do you want to do you want to play in the same team as McMoy, pasta and mcdavid cool you're making 100 grand yeah exactly
0: i mean honestly there's probably a lot of a lot of guys who would probably take I, similar I can deal, imagine i know, could honestly, imagine yeah uh, now, now, now this Red Wings game here. Um, I thought this one was so in the bag. I, yeah, counted, this, I counted this too early, dude. I mean, going Two. up 2-0 in the first 10 minutes was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like how many are they going to get tonight? Maybe this can be, they'll get the offense rolling. Like maybe they're fired up from the other night still. Uh, I thought they were going to, yeah, that was, them. that one's on me. That one's on us. Counting yeah. those chickens a little early. When it went up to, 0 well, I was like, this game could end like seven, one. I thought, the, I thought that was a given that that was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, when uh, the first goal is, like, the grossest goal I've seen in a while, mm-hmm. where it's a shot in and out of Huso, which like, my dude, like, that is an awful rebound. And JVR just, like, puts it in. I, I couldn't believe that counted. I was like, that feels like you should come up with a reason why that goal doesn't count. Like, that doesn't feel <laughs> like a goal someone should be scoring in the NHL. Yeah, just... <laughs> make up a re- no, no, no 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 sorry my bad but that that's too gross we can't count that
0: yeah but i mean that's jvr's goals dude I'm, i would love to see his goal map at the end of the year
1: they're it's, all gonna it's be two feet within there. the crease like it's yeah he has so many tricky plays right next to the crease and i love it like, like in this it's game it's he like, like a big a
0: man's scoring map in the nba
1: it's just gonna it's yeah. right under the hoop yeah, he even had a play where like he like passed it backwards between his legs in the middle, like through the paint earlier or later in this game. Dude, JVR might be a candidate for most surprising. Per- I mean, obviously, there is probably one
0: kid who, who m- might take the cake there, but uh, <laughs> up there with you know a most surprising performances so far in terms of what you expected versus what you are getting,
1: he's exceeded those expectations. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I, well, I I think he's that's exactly what we were hoping to get from him. And he's been delivering very much so.
0: He's hitting the high end of what you expect, and not just in yeah. production, but in in just on ice competence. He's just yeah,
1: it, and, strong. And this is a guy that I was on record saying that like I didn't have a lot of expectations for it. That like I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be a big deal for us. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of up to him for me, uh, up to him to show me like what it's going to look like. So I've been very happy, very happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I, I right now the seventh player award. I would have to imagine at this pace would we'll be going to uh my 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 son Matthew Patra um can we'll I tell see? you something
0: can I tell yeah, you something yes you
1: you can absolutely can please do
0: my dad texted me during this game when Matthew Patra scored this second goal can you tell me what this text said it says Rob's boy. Hey. Oh, I love that. that and I saw my father right after him. And I watched the rest of this game at a Chinese restaurant. Nice. And yeah, it was fucking awesome. And I sat down with him and I, the first thing I said, I said, Rob's boy. Why does he, why does he Rob's boy? He can be my, he's my boy no, too. No, no, no. He's my child. And my, he my... was like, he was like, nah, you got Marshy. That's your boy. <laughs> and I was like, I, that's who I've been assigned. He can't, I can't, I got one boy. So just so you know. I call dibs.
1: It's it's your guy, I guess. It's my boy. You get
0: the generational star of the future.
1: (laughs) I know a few old heads that have already been like, yeah, next Bergeron. Which, like, I kind of want to expand on very briefly, because I think when some people hear that and they get a little like, no, 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 pump the brakes. When I hear that, I don't hear next six-time Selkie winner, like next one of the greatest of all times. I hear the next biggest name in Boston in the center position, like the next definitive one C for the probably like, hopefully for the next like decade plus. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that is more than enough to be a big deal. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, That is so much more than you can ask for. Like we were hoping for center depth. And then again, just like strolling out of the forest is like, who the fuck is this 19 year old? With seven points in eleven games. Like what? Like what's
0: happening? Yeah, here we were sitting around waiting for Lysel, and he's just like, "You guys know I'm here, right?"
1: That's it too. I asked Mark during the game because Lysel scored for Providence. I was like, "Is Lysel still the top prospect?" And his response is, "He thinks it's Mason Lori which is even more exciting because it's like yeah. a, not only we have Potcher coming in and like stealing all of our hearts. But, like, oh, yeah, also, like, the 6'5, like, incredibly talented skater and puck moving defenseman is like, are, his ceiling's even higher. I forgot how tall he was. I was talking to my big dad. Boy, I was like, yeah, one boy. thing
0: I'm concerned about with him is that, you know, he's 160 pounds or whatever. My dad was like, he's 210. How <laughs> way is he 210. I looked it up. He's 210 because he's yeah. six foot five.
1: Yeah, he's big.
0: He's a huge guy because he's skinny as hell. But he when you have that much area, I guess that's kind of how weight
1: works, huh? Yeah, I'm torn a lot about physics. I'm torn between wanting him to like put on weight to be more physical and then also wanting him to kind of just stay where he is because like he's so agile. I mean, like, we I have know. so many of those, though. That's the thing. I mean, that could very
0: well be the Bruins identity. It's kind of the NHL's identity, you know, that I say it out loud that the yeah. defensemen kind of are just forwards who play back now. But, uh, and when you have this goal team tending tandem, I just not enough can be said about these goalies. And because uh, we don't focus a lot on them because we're talking about other folks, so I got to just sprinkle them in. As we go, you have a goaltending tandem like that. I guess you can't afford to have defensemen who are offensively minded. Um Yeah. Thank you, but, Eric Carlson, paving the way. Rob's boy. My other boy.
1: <laughs> the one I keep locked away in, in, the, in the. All area. right,
0: check the check the box on that. We've there it is. Carlson. There it
1: is. We did it. Um okay. So you you <laughs> No Chari. You alluded to the second goal. So, this is uh, this uh, this goal comes from, I think it was either a failed clear, I think it was a failed clearing attempt that Shattenkirk like lunged out and kept like nearly on the line to stay in. And right afterwards, Patra bangs it back down deep. And Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, so oh, maturely, even. Uh, maturely. And then it comes back to Shattenkirk who like finds Patra with so much space. And Potra just like beep beep, beep, beep beep walks down Main Street uninterrupted, and deeks the soul out of the Red Wings goaltender. And Jack Love gave one of his favorite calls, where the athletic supporters in the rafters. So again, buttery smooth. This this move, this uh, bef, was forehand to backhand, tucked it, said goodnight, take a little nap, like so smooth. The moment that went in, I started buying the Potter jersey. And if you are, do not follow us on, on X slash Twitter, I recommend you do so. Uh, I immediately posted that, like, yeah, I just bought a potter jersey. I was waiting. I need. I didn't need an excuse. I just was leaning on one. I was like, give me the reason. I already want to, but just give me the reason to do so.
0: Can I, can I ask a, a dumb question here? Yes. What the fuck did that jack call mean?
1: Uh so he's saying that his jock strap was in the rafters, that like he got oh, his athletic so
0: supporter. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was like he was saying like his his, his fans. No, his coach, like his like his coach hung coach. himself like <laughs> in the rafters. Sorry. I I didn't know what he meant. He was like, Villy huso his athletic supporters in the rafters. I'm like, what? I thought I thought Jack was just saying like, ha-ha, and his goalie coach is up there watching him. Got him. It's like, what is he Got talking him. about? His cup, his jockstrap. Okay. No, there's some athletic like older calls from is, like. You know,
1: old, old yeah. term. I feel like he's trying to like uh, get away from just saying jockstrap. Like, because he used to just be like, his jockers is in the rafters. Like, he used to like get like really amped up about it. Yeah, uh, but oh,
0: what oh a yeah, the underrated part of this goal un- unsung hero of this beautiful Matthew Patrick goal is Kevin Shattenkirk. Not only absolutely. that, absolutely, like he twice on this play. So uh, when when that puck is coming up the boards, not only to have the the the, the quick thought of like, I'm going to shovel it over to, to Potsy here, the trust in Potsy to be like, I know that he can he has a better shot of keeping this in than me. And then when Shattenkirk he kind of circles around to to uh, you know, the center ice a little bit in, and breaks back into the zone there, when he gets that puck again, he is doubled up and still gets he's doubled up on his backhand and still gets the puck back to his forehand and gets it through those two men to get it back to Patsy. I'm going to watch it back to make sure that I'm not overselling this here. Is that exactly how it happened?
1: I, I'm that's how I remember it. At it the day? very at the very least, I remember it is Shattenkirk was like the driving force of that play. Because again, like he made the lunge to keep it in. And then he made a great pass, like through Red Wings players to get it to Patra.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's doubled up on his backhand, puts it back on his forehand and sets him up. And like you said, just right down main street, dude. But, but that's, That's like a gimme, you know. That's going to be a goal with somebody like David Pasternak, you know, just in that in that setting. But like, Potsy's not at a place where we're like, oh, this is done. This is like a big time show me what you got moment. Not not a prove it moment, but like a let's see what you got, kid. All you.
1: (laughs) It could just yours. be it could just be my hype for him, but I can honestly say after David Pasternak, there's no one on this roster I get more excited to see the puck on their stick in the offensive zone than Patra. Like, when there's, like, a good chance of, like, hell yeah. Like, like he's got a great shot. He that hasn't, like, capitalized on it yet. Like, he hasn't had, like, a snipe of a goal yet, I don't mm-hmm. think. But, like, even in uh, OT against Toronto, like, p- when Pasternak drew a penalty he still got it to Patra, and like, Patra had a great opportunity to win it at OT, but he got stoned. Really good, aggressive save from uh, Samsonov, but seeing Patra even have the willingness and, like, the smarts and the confidence to, like, get that opening and just taking it right to net. Like, I've said this before, like, his willingness to drive the net is, like, indicative of his confidence, and I would say off of that, like, his ability. Like, I don't know. I, I just think maybe a more timid, younger player doesn't like do what he did there, but that's such a veteran kind of like, no, like, and he looks so calm. Like he barely, like does. he didn't even like, there was no like jerking movements. He just kind of skated straight at him and then whoop, went a little move to the side. And even his celly is like, yeah, like he's kind of like, huh, yeah, nice. He, <gasps>
0: yeah. He acts like he's been there before, even though he hasn't Love it
1: Four goals. So in 11 games so far for Patri is four goals. Three assists is a plus four, zero penalty minutes, and is averaging over 15 minutes a game. And he's 19. And he's,
0: 19 years and he's 19, old. He's 19. Oh. Oh. Love it. He's awesome. All right. He now is. it's time to do our our favorite segment of the show. Everybody's favorite segment, Rob. <coughs> that is checking on Connor Bedard's stats. Five goals. That's all I know. Seven, seven points, five goals, two
1: assists, seven points minus five. It's I think uh Logan Cooley is leading because Logan Cooley has seven assists. I think the, the Calder race is gonna be so good this year between Logan Calder Cooley, Fantilli, good. Bedard, Patra, and I know I'm forgetting someone else. Um, but it's so like I'm so glad it's not just like Bedard running away with it because that would have been kind of boring in a way, like exciting in its own right, but. It's so much more interesting for the NHL to have, like, a plethora of rookies, like, coming out of the woodwork and just, like, being viable hockey players already. Yeah. it's, it's The Bedard talk has settled. It has. He's and I'm that? glad. It should have. Yeah, it should have. Like, he's great. He's an incredible talent. Unbelievable shot. Oh, my God. What a shot. But, like, let him breathe. Like, just, like, let it develop naturally, and then we can talk about it. Like, I wasn't there when Crosby came into the league, so like, but I, I have to imagine be somewhat similar. I know he's not like the captain the way that Crosby was when he showed up, but I don't know. I'm, I'm very glad to see that everyone's kind of like taking a step back with like, and from the Bedard hype, and not a way that like, he's like, oh, maybe he's not that good, but just in a way that it's like, all right, let's we overdid it a little bit. We let's let's bring it down to a more appropriate volume. I mean. Crosby
0: Crosby lived up to it. I mean, Crosby had a hundred points in his rookie year. Are you serious? He had 102 points in his That's rookie. year. That's fucking gross, dude. Had, what yeah, the he fuck? Had, <laughs> he had yeah, he had 39 goals. As uh, a rookie, what was as Timu's 18-year-old. Timu had like what like 70 something goals this rookie oh, year? Oh yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, he I think he had like 72.
1: Um Timu's <laughs> rookie year he had 76 goals. Matthew Barzell has been fined five thousand dollars for high sticking Tony D'Angelo. I'll Uh-oh. pay that fine. Uh, yeah, let's let's crowdfund that let's one. Get the GoFundMe going. Don't hate that at all. Uh, yeah, the thing so, with
0: Crosby is like I think it was so sure. I think it's like, you know, when LeBron came in, when Crosby came in, even when McDavid um, came in, McDavid, it was Matthews. like it, they were. I think I think like more so. I think the LeBron Crosby comparison is the one that works. It was like, it was so sure. And I think Bryce Harper got that a little bit too. It it was so sure. And I think with everybody since then, it's been like, Oh shit, we have to have another. This is the guy. And so like when a top prospect is coming up, um, all those publications push it a lot. And I'm not saying that that's what happened with Bedard, but um, he obviously sucks. So it's exactly what happened. But no, it, he's, but,
1: uh, he's no Patrick. He's no Patrick. No he's no, no Potra. but I think, I think the, the trigger finger is quicker is what I'm saying. Uh, so. dur- during the Toronto game, I was a little inebriated and yeah. a little excited. And I kept stumbling on myself and yelling Patty instead of, I wanted to yell Maddie or Potsy. And I ended yeah. up yelling Patty. And then I kind of just ran with it. It's my mother's name. It is. It is. It is. Let's go, Patty. Daddy. Uh So, one thing I I pointed out very early in this Red Wings game to you is Olmark looked weird. He looked like he was calcifying. Like he looked like he was a gargoyle coming to life. Like he looked a, a little, little slow. L-
0: his, you know what, I dude, I watched it closer after you pointed that out, and um, I agreed with you after a little bit. I, I was like, dude, I see it too. Uh, it I probably should have said this during the game so you could, could have watched it a little closer. it was his, his hips, dude. His hips were you setting his hips and really not moving
1: them. Uh that's bad. That's yeah, not not a good sign for goaltenders. It,
0: it no. Um which you know better it happens early, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I mean it also could be very well be absolutely nothing, could have just been that he was a little slow. And just yeah. you know, kind of Good. out of his rhythm a little bit, but it, it certainly doesn't fall on him this game by any extent. It was more like a concern because he's so awesome. It's like you just want to make sure that he's that he's healthy. But I mean, I'm watching watching back now that that first Red Wings goal, and yeah, he's just he's just he's taking an extra stride to get set, and then his side to side motion, he's just a little stiffer. I don't know. Maybe that's watching too closely,
1: but yeah, that's a problem. I too. had to it's- guess.
0: If I had to guess, I, I would say that his hips might be bothering him.
1: Yeah, like if we won this game, we might be a little bit more uh, or a little less calling him out on that, I guess. But I
0: don't know. It, I mean, but we it, was it, we yeah, it was even early. We're talking about it early in the game. Yeah. yeah, I don't
1: think there was even a goal scored in the game. When no. I text you, I'm like, oh, I'm like I don't know how to put my thumb on it, but Ol- something looks off with Ol- Mark tonight.
0: Yeah, I would I would watch it back a little bit, dude. What? See his hips just the way he sets just looks like really like you said, Cal's really solid. Like once he sets, yeah. he's like I'm. He's not very fluid after that. He was like it looks like he's about to poop his
1: pants and he's like, I can't move too much. Maybe he just had the poops. He he gotta take a shit. He may might have just had to take a shit. Better take a shit. Uh we just a weird game all around. We let up two power play goals. Yeah, which is like really weird. Like, I mean, it's Detroit and they score like nine goals a game, but that very atypical for these Boston Bruins to let up any power play goals. Never mind, two. Um (laughs) <laughs> I was watching the recap and it's Bali Sports. And I, we talk about this a lot. Uh, everybody is biased. It's not just Jack. Uh, when the pass from Jake DeBress went to coil, beautiful mm-hmm. goal. Jake DeBress's passing is so on point right now. So, like, where right I'm now. not even at all worried about the goal scoring. I'm like, if he keeps passing like this, cool. Awesome. Yeah. New Jake um, got unlocked. Yeah, for real. Uh, but the call for the goal is. What a goal! What a pass! Charlie Coyle from Jake DeBrusque. I'm like, dude, (laughs) like that's the that's the go-ahead goal. It's a beautiful pass, and
0: like, I think our announcing in this city, our broadcasting in this city, is so much better than people realize.
1: It is because like you watch
0: other broadcasts, they fucking
1: suck, dude. There's not there's not one other like. Okay, I, I, Buffalo, I, oh, I, can't remember his name. He recently passed. His, he was great. Um, but there's like no national coverage, there's no regional coverage other than like, I think, uh, 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 Vegas. What help me out here? Former Bruins radio. Uh, yeah. Uh, not Goucher. Bob Pierce. Um, Goucher. Yeah. 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 That's Bob Pierce. Mm, how embarrassing for me. Him. Uh, he's great. But other than that, like, no one else that I'm like, oh, I should listen to them over Jack and Brick. No, not at all. Uh, and again, biases aside, whatever. Dave Goucher. Dave Goucher, thank you. Um, yeah, no, just tough, un- uninterested call. But, hey, Bruins up 3-2. At this point, I felt much better. When there was tied, I was like, oh, shit, it's the same thing that happened against Toronto, whatever. We go up 3-2. I'm like, okay, we're, offense is still cooking. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then in the span of three minutes and 44 seconds the Bruins let up three goals to go from a 3-2 lead to down five to three that is a tough swing that is a like one of the uh, the worst potential three goal swings I think you can score other than just going down by three Um, it starts with that Larkin goal which I mean if that was us I'd be like wow what a fucking goal but he burns watherspoon watherspoon has been okay but th- you can't put him up against Dylan Larkin and expect too much
0: yeah that was one of those ones I think I texted you right after I was like that's just kind of the tax of playing against Dylan Larkin like those yeah. those kind of goals will happen um and that's the goal I was talking about um when it was Watherspoon and Mitchell I think back then? yeah
1: that yeah which yeah that's a that's a tough pairing
0: Yeah, I don't think that's an intentional pairing. I think that was just a change. Yeah, Yeah, because I don't think and that's just benefit. That's not knowing the lines for that game because they switch every single night. I don't even bother checking them. Um, I think that that was a mismatch. That's just some faith in. I almost said Cassidy right there. Wow, that's that's just some faith in Montgomery that he wouldn't do that. I don't I don't think that was intentional because that those kind of plays will happen. And that's just it's Dylan Mark on on the
1: power play. It's going to happen. You just kind of eat it. Uh, um, the other ones are tougher. I will say for that Larkin Gulp, and this is the first time I've said this all season. Mm-hmm. Olmark needs to have that. That is one that I need Olmark to make.
0: Yeah, and that's one he probably wishes he had back.
1: Yeah, it was uh, like he gave up the near side. Like there wasn't a lot of room, but it, it just... Again, I mean, we. Yeah. I might be hyper-focusing on his movement this game, and I might be just looking for reasons why these goals went in. But it on the replay, I'm like, yeah, that's one that I think you need to make that save to preserve a one-goal lead. Like, yeah, I, I, that's a tough one. And then the second goal in this sequence from Perron, this is a weird one. So this is he shoots it, but he loses it. Like, it's almost like a fake shot. Mm-hmm. And it pulls. So Shattenkirk's sliding in front of him. And you got Olmark coming out aggressively, but because he didn't actually shoot it, now you got Shattenkirk and Olmark out of position, and he gets it back and just fires it underneath Olmark. Again, like Olmark, maybe have that. I, it's a weird play where like it was an unintentional missed shot, so like that's a little odd. But just like right after the first goal, you're like, "Fuck, dude! Like, come on! Like, not, not. It's not even just tied. They're they're in the lead now."
0: Yeah, I, I can't put that one on Omar. That one, it, like you said, this like the fan shot, Shattenkirk in front of him, kind of manned up, and I don't want to say Shattenkirk should have it either. It's it's just one of those again. That's just one that I'm again willing to just be like, yeah, that happens. Stupid ass play that results in a goal, and like those bounces go your way sometimes. Sometimes they don't go your way, but that's one that I'm glad it happens in November and yeah. not, you know in a playoff game because those are the kind of goals that you happen in playoff games and you sit there you know pounding the table uh and it just feels like you know the world is against you because that i don't know that just feels like that happens i'm not i can't get too upset about that one either um which is weird because like you said given this swing going from being up to being down you want to be upset about these goals but even in the moment i'm like stupid like just come on boys let's get it back because that's it's just not an earned goal
1: to me. I don't know. They just. I mean, we're even from that early JVR goal, then, but th- but this goal more than any other, I'm like, that's just chaos. Like that's yeah. I'm not really putting that on anybody too directly. Uh, now this third goal, um, someone takes a shot and it goes off the crossbar, yeah, behind Olmark, yeah. and it bounces to number eighteen. I forget Andrew who number Kopp. Andrew Cop. Thank you, uh, and Andrew Cop buries it. Yeah, that's you can't put that, not not weird. I'm putting out an old mark. That's a tough that in slow-mo. You're like, how oh, didn't you get over? But in real time, like there's like he didn't like when it goes off the crossbar. Like you don't fucking know where that's going in that moment. Like unless you like happen to have eyes on it. Mm-hmm. So that that one's tough. But I am not thrilled that cop had both Mason Laurie and Charlie Coyle next to him and neither of them picked him up. Like, he should have... There should have yeah. been more contact with him. Like, they're both puck-watching, and he is, like, undisturbed to bury that goal. Yeah, and that's exactly why you gotta be on your man there.
0: Because, uh, you know, you're not thinking about the rebounds, but you gotta believe that that trailer sure is. And he was. And it results in a goal. And leaving him... Yeah, leaving him so uncontested is... It hurts. Yeah, it's bad. That That's that's the biggest detriment of these three goals i think in what way like that is the biggest um detriment against the bruins like that's the biggest knock that i can take on any player over the these three goals cuz like I, I can't can't really get on wotherspoon for not keeping up with larkin can give Omar the the nod that like yeah yeah the short side got him like, but even if he doesn't go short side larkin's probably going to get you somewhere else that whiff one, like ah stupid ass that shit happens i guess this one is the only preventable one and again it's also stupid and it's a crazy rebound and that just doesn't happen
1: and but you can't leave your man uncontested like that no uh very shortly after carlo nearly gets one back carlo walks in and like yeah. full broom sweep puts it on. To, I love when Carlo gets more involved. Carlo, real quick, su- really good start to the season, I think. Like, really big. We're going to get to the fun stuff at the end of the game where he, he has a moment I was really happy about. But I, I've been very happy with Carlo's game so far this season, especially when we're down three other defensemen, so he needs to be even more present. Uh, but mm-hmm. he he rings the crossbar, Uh, you know, tough but, hey, he's still exciting. It, it, for at the very least, I'm like, look, we're still right there. Like, we're right there. The offense has been doing well. So, like, I even when it was 5-3, there was enough time left in the game. There was enough juice from the Bruins. Or I was like, this is by no means over. Not at all. Especially <laughs> when you have Matthew Patra collecting that puck along the boards out of the referee's skate, no less, and finding a all alone, David Posternock on the power play, and Pasternak just walks in and wrists it right past Tuso. Even like the Bali sports, they're like, you simply cannot give David Posternock that much time and space. You cannot no. do it. Uh, so another I, great, that, I mean, that is just so, all, It's like 10-11 games in, vintage Patra play. Like, keeping the pucks along the boards and finding someone in space to get a puck on that.
0: Sorry, there's uh, some breaking news that I'm checking out right now. Are you seeing uh, the Blackhawks stuff right now?
1: Oh, yeah. Someone else sued. Wow. Yeah. I'm reading
0: the the allegations. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. About Aldrich. Oh. Wow. Uh, yeah. Would you look at that? The Blackhawks continuing to be the Blackhawks. Fantastic. Check that out. Sorry that that distracted me big time there. Yeah, uh, I, I could see the look at your face. The, I was like, he's not with me right now. But
1: the but the. Did you have any faith after the pasta goal that they might? hundred. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. At that point, I was like, it, it's. I'm never of the opinion, not never, but I, I'm rarely of the opinion. I'm like, we're absolutely tying this game. But I was like, it is so possible, like, so very possible to tie this game.
0: How, um, how, do, how, um, did, did you see the, the, uh, stat from, I believe it was Ty Anderson that the Bruins have now lost three games in a row at Little Caesars and have lost
1: four of the last five? I think it was like five in a row, I think there, or something like that. But I, I never noticed that. Like, at, Detroit, it's one of those teams that like, I don't have much of a preconceived opinion on going into games. Like some, you're like, Oh, we should get this or like, Oh, this will be a close one. But Detroit, I feel like is always like up and down to the point where I'm like, I never know what to expect. So it's a little, but it's still a little surprising to hear how often they lose in Detroit.
0: Yeah. uh, I guess this year it kind of makes sense because they are good. And like, you just beat them at home. And now, you know, go on the road. I guess this is probably going to be you know, a season series that goes back and forth. Yeah. But that is interesting. All right. But now we got to get to the, to the meat and potatoes.
1: of Yeah. This, this All right. Year. So, so at this point, this game is five, four with less than two minutes left. Well, also at one point, the, the puck is cleared out of the Red Wings zone by a Red Wings player. And the linesman right next to the play calls, an over the uh, over the glass delay of game penalty, and right. then all the the referees convene and they determined it landed in the bench. Patra very vocal, being like it was in the stands. That went in the stands. Uh, the replay it it kind of did look like it went in the bench. It looked like some of the players on the bench were like reacting to the puck being near them and looking into the stands. It doesn't look like anybody is like grabbing for a puck. But it, it did feel like we we're about to get a late-game power play, and that would have been a really big deal. Yeah, But we didn't. But luckily, almost immediately after, uh, the Red Wings do take a penalty. Uh, blanking on it right now. They took a tripping call. Andrew Kopp took a tripping call. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Kopp took a tripping call against Zaka. Am I thinking? Am I looking at this right? Or is that something else? But that was only 1230 in the game. Okay, whatever. Um, but Bruins are in the power play. Oh no that's the one that pasta scored on, isn't it? What am I talking about? Yeah, that was the that was the pasta power play goal. It was. Yes, it was. Thank you. Um, but there was I could have sworn there was another power play there. Uh nope, they went on the they went on the kill. Pasta got called for the trip. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so... the, that
0: was the stupid ass, like I mean that was that was a call that gets called any time in the game other than that time in the game. Because that's an incidental. I, I, he tripped him with a skate right after he turned on a dime. To collect you know, the puck. To collect the puck. Skates got tangled. He went down. And the rule of the law is that you are responsible for your body and whatever. Uh, so by the lay of the land. Yeah, it's a trip. Do I call that there? If the sweaters are neutral. I don't call that there. But. That is certainly the fandom speaking that I'm like, you know, that I'm upset about that one. Because, again, you just watch it in a vacuum. It's a trip. Don't call it late in the game. One goal game. That team's coming back. I don't know. Whatever. That I understand that there's, there's bias sneaking into that, but I wasn't happy about that call whatsoever.
1: No, nor was I. I. I thought that in the moment, like in what actually occurred, I'm like, that's a tough call. I didn't like that call at all. And not only because you're down by a goal and now you're shorthanded with a minute and like twenty to go or a minute and a half to go, but just like I don't know, it just I was like I guess that's a trip, but I I didn't care for it. Oh, whatever, Bruins on the kill, so they whatever they, maybe
0: they can maybe they'll still pull OMark and they'll still get involved in it and yeah, even then it's there. you know it's
1: five on five at that point, whatever. Um, <laughs> Bruins get. Uh, the puck into the red wing zone and coil is immediately called for a holding call. This one, I seconds. This one's not okay. This one's not okay. I understand
0: that his hand came off of his stick and it touched his Jersey. I understand.
1: Did it aid him? I, it did look like he grabbed and pulled there to me. This one was a bit more like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. Oh, I was so mad about this one. You're already on the kill. It's a minute and a
0: half left in the game. They're already on the kill did that aid him in that play? Like he if anything, he was getting interfered with cuz like he he went with the old like throw the puck down the boards, skate on the outside of him.
1: Yeah. Charlie كويس and Coyle's then
0: best. got interfered with, took a loose hand and and got a handful of jersey. But like if you're not going to call the interference there, you certainly don't call the person getting interfered with.
1: Or you do. Or you just Oh, whatever. 5 on 3. We can score 5 on 3. Fuck okay, it, why not? Uh, so Detroit obviously like Wait. started putting it say nope, nope. What before that. before they drop the puck?
0: Oh, uh, they come Christ back the over. Of course, yeah. They're and they're... say the Boston bench has been assessed a two minute minor for abuse of officials. He was I mean, mean. really really mean.
1: <laughs> it was so they were about to drop the puck and then like out of like off camera, like the other ref just is like, nope, like he goes to center right, it's like, fuck you, and at that point, it's a 5-on-3, that's a pointless penalty like they're calling it to call it like that doesn't affect the game at all like that, You can't, it's on 502. It's a, you know what that is, dude? That is dick slinging.
0: That is, I watch what I can do. Remember, Montgomery was
1: laughing. Did you see that? He was grinning on the bench after the call. Yeah. You can see like like Beecher and someone else just kind of like, not like shaking their heads. They're like, all right, fucking whatever, I guess. I hope it was Monty. I really do. I, 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 oh, it had to have been, right? I think it definitely was. Uh, At that point, I was like, you might as well. I was like, you might as well yell at them. Sorry. Like. Like, this game, like, you know, five on three with a minute left. You're like, all right, whatever. This one's gone. Yeah. Like, take it out on him. Fucking yell at him. I didn't even care about this call at all. But it was just, like, so, like, yeah, that's about right. Like, he <laughs> like had another penalty. Detroit. Sure. Th- that's awesome.
0: That's when it became funny because the first two yeah. were pissed me off so much. That one, that was just silly. Come on. What are you doing?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hey, so Detroit's on five on three power play. Uh Omar makes a couple big saves. And then Dylan Larkin, n- n- famous tough guy in the NHL, gives Lindholm a shove up high, gives him two shoves. And <laughs> Lindholm and carlos simultaneously are like, fuck off. So they like they start going at him. Lindholm ends up getting tossed and yeah. gets some misconduct for it. This is what I was talking about earlier with Carlo. Carlo immediately jumping in. I love that. I love when Carlo yeah. gets emotional like that. You don't see it all, you don't even see it a lot from Lindholm either. But Lindholm and like I think it was Larkin still so they were tangled up for quite a bit. Well, the thing is, dude, Larkin
0: started it. Yeah. And then and then Lindholm was like, "All right, let's dance." Larkin turtles and then throws a punch once they're separated.
1: Yeah, Larkin That's also the shit
0: I hate dude, Larkin I also hate called that.
1: for misconduct, but yeah, no, that was like. I don't know. I still and Dylan Larkin, like <laughs> right before, too, it was Claim and Coyle taking the face off. And Coyle ends up kind of on top of him. And if you look at the replay, Larkin is like writhing on the he's like, ah, like he's like kind of like twisted, and then he gets up like holding his lower back. I'm like, dude, you're on a five on three power play with and you're up a goal, and there's like 20 seconds left. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's what do you want? You want another you want a fourth penalty right now? Like yeah jesus yeah you understand it's a five on three and there's one on top of that right yeah but no this is the point it, at this point everything but, it's just gone and which then why
0: Marshand is like
1: <laughs> fuck it he's like i want to get in on this fuck shit it, <laughs> dude i want to be
0: out there for that shit you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna start another scrum the second they drop the block <laughs> he just dude.
1: starts face washing somebody like
0: dude it's it's off the draw he takes the draw <laughs> he it's insane. He takes the draw and then just grabs, I don't know who it is. He just grabs the center's face, just starts face washing him, grabs his Jersey, throws a punch, throws another punch. And then, they blow the whistle. He cross checks him. Then another guy comes in to separate him. He starts thrashing at him. <laughs> He's like, "I don't care. I, I want to go now."
1: Let me at him. Let me at him. And oh,
0: everybody else is like, "Marshy, you missed it, bro." Like, it's hey, over.
1: We're, we're good. We're good. We're and good. And they yeah. kick
0: Marshy out of the game. But like, <laughs> I think the air on the ice was like, like they kind of man up. Like they kind of one and one. But they're all kind of looking at, at Brad. Like, bro, we're not doing that anymore. We're done. We were, we were kind of done.
1: It, it he takes the face off too. And it you're not getting It is immediate. Like the puck drops yeah, Detroit wins it. And he just goes right at the guy. It's like, no, no, no. Like you're, you're not playing anymore. What's hockey. The end I'm just of that going play. after you.
0: What's the end of that play when like the whistle blows, like Marshy's being held back by the refs and everybody else is just kind of staring at him. And it's like, all yeah,
1: right, no, one, no, no <laughs> one's really getting involved. Oh, I was, I was a big fan of that. I, that's why I tweeted. I was like, everybody get kicked out. Just like everybody get ejected at this point. Yeah. It doesn't matter
0: that's awesome yeah that
1: do that again oh what what a, those in this you when a game gets out of hand like this at the end you can always tell you're like the last minute of this game is going to be really contentious like yeah. there because it's just everybody's frustrated and they just want to hit each other before this game's over and before they have to move on from it but hey i mean first regulation loss i said if this is what it takes to beat the Bruins in regulation, if it takes scoring three goals in under four minutes and then like a series of fucking stupid penalties, whatever, like that's it's unfortunate. Um, it's November; they're still nine one and one. They're still first in the Atlantic over the Red Wings. Yeah, fine, whatever. Move on to Dallas. Do You know who's Who, third it, in the NHL behind the Boston Bruins? Don't look. Mm, you're looking. I'm. I swear. I, I swear. Okay. I'm not. I just saw your uh, eyes east, track east down or west. west east or west in
0: the national hockey league yeah but it goes vegas boston who
1: are they in the east or the west they're in the west they're in the west uh it's surprising i'm i'm getting picking up on your tone here yeah coming into the year yeah who i don't know i don't really have a guess vancouver fuck i was gonna fucking say vancouver too because i know they've been they've been stomping people uh very weird, is weird, right? That is weird. And I, I said to you, I didn't realize how good Dallas is because they're they, we play Dallas tomorrow, and they're seven one and one. I think they're fifth in the league, or six. Um, yeah, they're sixth. Or no, sixth. they are one, two, three, four, five. Yeah,
0: they're sixth. Okay, yeah, that's surprising. It goes, it goes Vegas, Boston, Vancouver, the Rangers, Kings, Stars, Red Wings, Avalanche. That's a
1: puzzling top top line up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very weird,
1: man. Um, the, wow, the Oilers are, are bad first. They're bad. They're not, which is weird. Cause they were like, not favorites to win the cup, but like up there, very much up there. I think at Colorado was They're like minus like 1300 to like make the playoffs or something. Uh, the, yeah, the hurricanes were. were oh, that's what that. it was. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And they
0: are right behind Colorado. So they're yeah. what 10th or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a puzzling puzzling layout right now i mean yeah. there's just there's teams who belong where they are and there's teams who do not belong where they are so it's like it's mismatch of of teams you know you look at the bottom of the league and it's you know the the, the sharks and then the oilers and you are like, what and the, the flames are, are right down there too and um, the blackhawks and senators but then like the, there's there's teams that are, are kind of surprising the, the the yotes are higher than you'd expect the ducks are way higher than you'd expect uh the Islanders and Lightning are, are neck and neck.
1: Uh, it's, I mean, it's a really good year, I think. This is already a yeah. very interesting NHL season. Like, we're off to a really good start. It is. It is.
0: Uh, there's there's a couple more Playoffs end
1: today, or playoffs start today. <laughs> oh, wow. The season really flew by. If the playoffs start today, the St. Louis Blues make the playoffs. I don't like that. Biddington's been pretty good this year, though, which I don't like that either. Yeah. Uh, a couple th- more things from this Red Wings game. I, I, I want to draw attention to. Uh, yeah. Did you pick up on all of the animosity between Cider and JVR all game long? No, they were going after each other all game. Like Cider was like throwing bows. Like I made a quick clip of it. Like they're along the boards. and Cider is just like throwing elbows on top of JVR. Really? Like that's the only one I clipped. But like there were like I even Brick called it out. He was like, yeah, they've been going at each other all game which is like Moritz Sider, who's a really, really good young defenseman, and JVR, that's just such a peculiar matchup. Like, that's so strange to me. Um, Yeah, that's very weird. And then also, there was that play where Posternock hit Jake defenseman Jake Wallman along the boards. Like, that's a hockey hit. Nothing about it at all should raise a flag. And Wallman just goes up to Boston and starts shoving him up high in response to it. And it, it draws the attention of uh, a couple people, like a couple Red Wings get involved. But JVR goes in and just fucking drops Walman along the boards. This is like there was like three different penalties called, but like the Bruins ended up on the power play from it. Mm-hmm. And then Watherspoon was trying to pull uh, somebody out of the line. I think it was also cider again like he was grabbing by the collar and dragging him away from the ref trying to bite him (laughs) which i'm like hell yeah parker let's get in there that that's a great way to like sell yourself to the family right now yeah um but like yeah this game had a lot of animosity between like between a lot of people this one got me fired up this one felt like the bruins of old i was i was riled up on this Um, um but huh, huh, I, I keep saying it every episode because it's still true. Another game where Lucic would have been like a star of the game. Oh, baby. Oh, we we, baby. we need to save. Are kidding me? Oh, why are we having all of our like crazy fighting games without Lucic in the lineup? Without Lauco in the lineup? Uh, it's, it's firing him up, dude. It's just firing him up. Oh, dude, I'm missing him big time. Oh, Lauco,
0: like, by the way, Lauco is maybe the best Twitter follow there is right now.
1: Oh hell yeah good call good call yeah he loves his Lord of the Rings memes loves his memes in general but highly recommend following him on Twitter if you don't yet I see you just like the clip of cider dropping all those on JBL yeah yeah yeah. and I another quick thing is imagine like keeping Patra with Pasternak and them developing serious chemistry Hmm. Everybody talking about Bertuzzi. To go back to that real quick, I just think of how, like the chemistry between Pasternak and Bertuzzi, and how good that was. Um, and just like Toronto fucking hating him. Like I'm like, uh, I'm still on that a little bit. Bring him home, man. Bring him home. Oh look, Char ran another oh, marathon today. What are these so, oh, ma- so made
0: out of? Not bone. Uh, not Lucic, not anymore. Lucic will be eligible to come back November twenty first. Oh, that's so far. Oh, yeah, because w- what's the minimum on the LTI? It's, it's, like, it's 10 games and 24 oh, days. Fuck, dude. That's so much more than I wanted. I know. Um, it stinks. But, uh, yeah, so it's November 21st that it looks like he, he can come back. Uh, unless I'm short on games there. I might be counting that wrong. Uh, but that means that his first game that he will be eligible to come back for will be at the florida
1: panthers oh uh, can lucy just destroy matt kachuk for me for the like uh, if they won't be matched up oh, like, dude. Oh, oh dude oh dude
0: oh dude it's florida detroit <laughs> yeah
1: let's go wow wow it's like how like mcavoy's first game back is against montreal a game I'm oh, missing. Oh so it's Florida, Detroit, and then uh, then you settle in a little bit. You play the Rangers, the Blue Jackets, the Sharks, and then you play in Toronto. I did see a post like ranking the strength of schedules, and the Bruins are 32 out of 32, which I took to mean they have the easiest schedule going forward. I don't care. That's fine. Because for care. some fucking reason, we play like the best teams, the best divisional and conference teams in march and april for some reason fuck it i guess so yeah like rack up them points go for it i love it uh i miss luch big time yeah he'll be back big big time enough he will he will uh that was everything that got me fired up
0: yeah yeah that was that was everything for me um i have a i have a closing thought that's not really relevant hit me to the bruins but um now, San Jose Sharks are the worst team in the NHL. They're the worst team in the NHL in a while. Um, yeah. Basically since uh, the the Montreal Canadiens of a couple of years ago, right? Like, that was, like, the last team that, like, you can really compare to this. But th- they might beat them out for for worse than that. Uh, now... <sighs> I don't know if you saw this, that the, like their tickets are, like on the glass are selling for like $7. <laughs> <laughs> they can't get anybody in the building. There was a picture from uh, the San Jose Vancouver game recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Vancouver is the closest team to them uh, besides Seattle. Like I'm pretty sure they're closer to Vancouver than they are to LA. Uh, And it was just Rob, I mean, it was abysmal. It was, it looked like a Manchester Monarchs game. Oh. And uh now I have a question. Tell me Hit if me. I'm missing something here. Joe Thornton just retired because no NHL team gave him a deal, not because he wanted to. He waited until the season started and was like, Yeah, it looks like I'm not going anywhere, and then put out his retirement video, right? And the Sharks tweeted that video, right? Is it what am I missing that they would not want a retirement tour of Joe Thornton to get some asses in the seats? Why would they not give him like a one year, $1 million? Yeah, I know you want to keep playing. Our young guys could use you in the locker room and we can get some butts in the seats saying it's Joe Thornton's last year. Why? Because he might win
1: them some games.
0: I don't, I don't think know. he's capable of doing that. I mean, is there anything that I'm missing there?
1: I don't know. I I, I, I don't think the Sharks are operating with reason right now. Reason will prevail. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I, asking the wrong guy, one, and two, it, I, it, it, none of it makes sense to me. Nothing in San Jose makes sense to me right now. It just doesn't, um, it just
0: doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: I if you point out that uh, last season... Eric Carlson's playing for the Sharks bottom of yep. the conference gets traded to Pittsburgh this year, Pittsburgh this year, bottom of the conference <laughs> or they're tied with Ottawa. They have the an identical record, but Pittsburgh has a better goal differential. Um, That's surprising too, to me, Pittsburgh being so low. I didn't like, I know they're old yeah. and like not what they were, but like, that's much lower than I expected them to be.
0: Joe Thornton. Sorry, real quick on Joe Thornton, mm-hmm. just because this is worth pointing out. Joe Thornton played 24 seasons in the NHL. 24 seasons. Age 18 to 42. He played in 1,714 games, which is the equivalent of 20.9 seasons. Basically 21 full seasons in the NHL. He played in uh, 81 games three times he played in 82 games five times it's impressive An absolute legend i think i think he's retired since our last show it might have been actually before that last one it but i been. think it i think it deserves a little bit of uh of 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 uh recognition here um won the heart and the ross in uh oh five oh six um a billion time all-star he's just just the man uh my favorite player when i was a kid uh besides paul korea let's right, talk there about we go. paul there we, there we go for a couple of hours um, um do you have any other closing thoughts just uh thank you joe thornton what a gamer thanks Jumbo. Uh, thank you jumbo also all my name on everything is jumbo joe like every username i have is jumbo joe
1: nice so uh yeah uh no yeah, i just want to yeah. point out that Char ran his uh, fifth marathon of the year and his fourth in the last six weeks. So, what does that mean? Can we sign him? Why we we need a defenseman right now? What is What's he doing? To, is he busy? I don't, I don't. Yeah, he's busy running everywhere.
0: I Can't play, I got to run. Mm-hmm. I cannot play. <laughs>
1: It's a very thick accent. Yeah, it's not how he sounds either. That's not at all how he sounds. No, that was Russian. He's he's a hard one. He's a hard voice to do. like. Pasternak's not that hard to do a voice of. We Pasternak's B- always also always out of breath. We were watching Barbie Girl. Like he's just like everything's <laughs> like a little loose. Like he's, he's a he's a fun Barbie voice. Girl, and you ruined it. You kind of ruined it. Uh, yeah, he's a fun. There's a, oh fuck! I meant to make a clip of it. You could hear him yelling. The Bruins went offside. I think he was the one who went offside, and he was like something the effect of like fucking wake up or like something like that and i was like wow like it's clearly him like it's a very again noticeable voice distinguishable voice but i think he might have been yelling at himself or something because he was the one who went offside, or maybe he was yelling at the person who didn't get the puck over the line in time Mm -hmm. i don't know uh but no uh closing thoughts no uh world's not collapsing this felt not as bad the loss as anaheim's did surprisingly um yeah i I still feel wildly optimistic about the season cautiously wildly optimistic and dallas should be a good game too they're very they're a very good team and they have a yeah. ottinger in that if i'm not mistaken who's like one of the best in the league um another good old usa boy
0: yeah maybe we'll be back next sunday do you want to do that
1: well who's when are we playing between now and then dallas islanders montreal uh so sundays we'll see we're broken. seeing pd sunday
0: do you want to do an in-person episode sunday maybe I'll that would come be down fun a little yeah absolutely yeah, a little early yeah, we'll, yeah that we'll sounds good episode. yeah yeah that sounds great we're going to see pd at the paradise if you guys are going let us
1: know we'll catch you there say hi say hi yeah all right cool uh well between now and then uh I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> this
0: is where you talk. I thought you were going to say between now and then, bear with me. I thought that because that's ah, usually how you and I cut myself
1: off. I'm like, no, Joe sets me up. I don't set myself up.
0: Oh, well, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for whatever. And until next week, continue to bear
1: with me. Athletic supporter in the rafters.